at us this time. A little mix it up. I feel like we have to address what you just said. Offline, I just said to Cassie, we're back and we're better than ever. Cassie goes, I think that's very loose. (laughs) That is extremely loose. And then I counted us in because variety is the spice of life, everybody. And here we are. And I have my big robe on. Very cozy. Comfy I'm also getting a little sweaty, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Welcome back to Oddities, y'all. Welcome back to Oddities, everybody, where I tell you too much about my sweat habits. Uh, It's alright. It happens. uh, (laughs) It does. I'm Cassie. I'm Anna. And welcome back to Strange Town. Population you. That's right. And... You know the drill. We've got our social media in the description. We've got our merch store in the description. And we have a link to our Patreon if you'd like to donate to our show. It's also in the description. You can do it for as low as a dollar a month, and you get an extra episode every week where it's just bonus time with us, and it's a video, and it's always a good time. Yeah, the they, they usually go off the rails. They are wild. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Our bonus episodes are some of my favorite episodes. Yeah, like if you guys think we go on tangents on the podcast, go watch the bonus. Oh, saddle up, friends. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. There's a few episodes where we forget what we were talking about. At least I do. <laughs> yeah, or I like, and I love when you post the clips on our social media from the bonus episodes because you always <laughs> pick the best fucking moments every time. I love it. And then I, I always laugh. go to I always go to one that I'm like, you can't contextualize this and I put it up. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is like towards the beginning of when we did them, there was one where I was like, and I can't help but wonder and then I like trail off and I'm like, What was, what was I, I going to wonder? <laughs> My other favorite one is when we were talking, I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about, but in the clip you go, what if, what if, oh God, it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's one where I go, I'm, I, as I often do, start a sentence three times and then I go, okay. And you you just go, baby, come back. (laughs) Yeah, or the one. Or the one um, I like where it's, uh, was it like Internet or National Women's Day or something? And I'm oh, like, yeah. May Day. Oh, no, no. And then there's a different one. And it's like, you're like, and it's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And then I make those horrendous lightsaber noises. <laughs> Good times. Wow, May Good the 4th. Fo- I just realized that we're, I keep forgetting what month I'm in, honest to God. We're going to be in May in like two months. What the fuck? It's fucking bananas. Time is a flat circle, y'all. It's made up. I feel, I feel unwell. So I feel, (laughs) I feel pretty. (laughs) Oh, so pretty. We were also singing Moulin Rouge offline. I cannot believe that you started singing that organically. And I was literally just watching that movie. I was actually standing outside of your window watching you watch that movie. That's how I knew (laughs) <laughs> Even that though I'm in Pennsylvania at the moment. <laughs> coffee came, almost came out of my nose. Astral projecting just so I could do that little rendition for you. Just so you could watch me love Ewan McGregor's soft boy performance in Moulin Rouge. He's so soft in that movie. The, the softest. The, the softest cherub alive. Wow. Such a sweet well, this baby. Well, this is a weird introduction for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
we are we All are right. back. we're back and better than ever. Very this loosely. Is another, this is very loosely, and this is another uh, double record. Oh, week where we're we're doing a double record. So this is this is two of two for us. So that's why yeah. things have that's gone downhill it's... so sharply. Yeah, if you guys know us, you know it gets a little bananas. The second second double in. Second That's correct. double in. The second double in, everybody. The double um, on up, double on up. So, um, my brain's asleep. wow. Uh, yeah, I need to. I need to tone it back and tone it down. It's alright. So we got it. We're here. How are you? You saved something for us, so we had something to talk about. I did, but I'm fine. I've. I Good. just was telling Cassie I was watching Moulin Rouge and Free Guy this week, and that's. And stand-up comedians, which I talked about last week. But here's my question. Mm. You're being sold as an action figure. What two accessories do you come with? Confetti cannon, based on our <laughs> one of our latest bonus episodes, first of all. Right off and then the pro- jump. And then second of all, probably a boombox with 90s or early 2000s hits. Wow. I love that for you. And that was the easiest question I think I've ever answered in my life, and I'm shocked but I was so prepared. You, I mean, I didn't prep you in any way. No, you just I had came no, ready. It just, I was like, you want to know? I'm going to tell you. So those are my yeah. accessories for sure. Also, wow. I need a cool outfit. You understood the assignment. I did. I did. What would you have? Oh, I have no idea. What? How did I come in so hot and you have no idea? You knew this question was coming. <laughs> I know because, but I, I like asking other people. It's one of the, it's like when I asked you about which U.S. president do you think is the ugliest? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> it's the, I, you, and you, you like how I was so ill prepared for that one. But for this one, I was like confetti cannon and boom. Locked in. <laughs> Immediately. My other favorite, I just, I like what they say about people. My, my mom goes sneakers. I was like, sneakers. And she goes, sneakers. yeah. And I was like, that's your first one. You're an action figure. She goes, jetpack. And I was like, those are perfect. Well, and here's why. You need sneakers for a good running start and a nice that's soft right. landing. And then you need the jetpack for the actual flying component. So I that's get it. Right. I see where She's, she was going. I just, I just love the two. I was like, you can keep sneakers then. She goes, good, sneakers, jetpack. I was like, well, that's then perfect. Your mom and I compliment each other, right? Because I like to make a hell of an entrance and she likes to make a hell of an exit. You know, it's ready for all, all eventualities. Wow, we are the crime-fighting duo that I never knew we needed. And here we are. With confetti. With confetti, baby. Oh, that's so funny. I love that. Wow, that was, that was a great one. <laughs> but how Surprise, are you? Surprise, bitch. Surprise, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Came prepared. <laughs> yeah. How am I? I'm fine, but I'm ashamed to say that I... Did uh, once again, I, I didn't save anything for this week, so I have nothing to share with any of you at all. Actually, that's a lie because I oh. can talk a little bit about Boo. <gasps> so, if you'll all walk with me a little while back, we have a new family member now. Her name is Boo, she is a Labradoodle. So, so Donut cute. and Boo, we've been having some little adventures with them. It's all going very well, except Boo keeps shitting in the house. <laughs> And I don't love that, but we're working on it, okay? Who would love that? <laughs> okay, that's true. And so um, there's that. And is she finding, we... like, 
secret places to shit or is it just in the same spot no, she's, all the time? She's a bold bitch. And not only will she do it, she'll make <laughs> eye contact with you while she's taking a shit. And I'm like, bitch. And now I know what it's like to be around me. So I can't. I, it must be something about dogs because Ted will make eye contact with me while he drags his ass along the carpet. I'm like, every single time you do this, I yell at you. But And it's direct eye contact with me. He's like, watch me, bitch, and drags I, his ass along the carpet. I love when dogs drag their ass. <laughs> I, I guess. They look so fucking dumb. They look so useless. And I always start laughing and then yell at them. And it's the direct eye contact that kills me. Um, oh, and then I have, let's see, some other fun, almost 30 things for you. I, I've been doing some experimenting with our air fryer. And things oh. are going very well. So that's cool. Almost um, 30. We haven't sung that in a while. I know. There it is. There it is, everybody. And, Although, um, when this comes out, I will be 30. You'll be fully 30, and I'm, fully I'm 30. A, handful, a handful of months away. Um, yeah. I, here's why I desperately can't wait to turn 30, and the second I turn 30, I'm going to say it about something. I can't wait to go, I'm in my 30s. This isn't for me anymore. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, and if I'm we're going to get out of doing everything. If we're going to be celebrating together, we should do at least one activity in which that is like very relevant for you to say, just so you can say it. But I feel like I there I'm going to turn 30 and I only want to do dumb shit. Like I'm like yeah. I would love to go go-karting for no fucking reason even though it's yeah. 30 degrees. Oh, bundle up buttercup. Let's do it. Go-karting. But I've never been go-karting. That would be so much fun. You've never been go-karting? No. Oh, it's a good time. You know what I you know what I have a taste for go-karting and like laser tag and like love laser tag and like Big all fan. stupid shit, you know? I haven't been paint like every time I I've think never of paintball, gone, but I want to. I think of ten things I hate about you, that paintball scene, that looked like so much fun. Oh yeah, but they just like flung like paint balloons at each other. That looks that like, looked fun. like that looked but like a you blast want it in too, a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I want it in a gun. I Yeah, fully. Cassie's got a gun. So have you ever been shot with a paintball gun? No, but I know it hurts. But honestly, like there's so much chronic pain that I've had in my life that it probably really won't seem that bad to me. Yeah, I I got shot with a paintball gun from point blank range. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that really hurts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But definitely. I've I've heard the way to go is like wearing many layers. Yes, I was, it hit me in the bare ankle. It was an accident, but it hit me in the bare ankle from point blank. Oh God, yeah, the ankle has like no, there's no meat on it. It's, there's no cushioning there. I was like, I think I broke my ankle. (laughs) I am broken. It hurts. But I used to love laser tag. That was so fun. Yes, I, I I haven't been laser tag. Well, nobody probably has because, you know, COVID, but it would be, it would be a fucking, if I went laser tagging now, I would come armed with like Clorox wipes and wipe all the shit down and then just go to go wild and then go to it. Also, I treat go-karting the way I play Mario Kart. The break oh, yeah. isn't there. It doesn't exist. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm going to be mowing the lawn because that's what I do in, in Mario Kart too. We're just hanging out on the lawn, mowing lawns all day long, baby. That's what we do. The other night I was like, "Mom, you want to play Mario Kart?" She was like, "Ugh." She goes, "One game." She's all over the she's all over the shop in Mario Kart. I'm it. like, "Where are I you going?" It. She's looking for her jetpack and her sneakers. <laughs> that, that's right. It's that's one of my favorite games. But yeah, when I go kart, the brake doesn't exist. Yeah, I've never I've never been. I think it would be a blast. 
Um, be a good time. Wow. Oh, but again, so what was... have you been doing in your air fryer? <laughs> oh, right. What have I been doing in my air fryer that's turned out so well? Oh, we made like broccoli tots. Those were very good. What Instead are... of like oh. tater tots, but like with broccoli Ooh. and a little cheese. And I made like a, like just like some chicken tenders, but like with gluten free like flour and stuff it was just it's like and they come out very Ooh. nice i made some salmon in the air fryer the other day it was delicious oh, my, you really have been going wild yes she's an artiste so it's been Truly. a blast yeah wow love that stay stay tuned for more air fryer adventures everybody on on the next episode of almost 30 <laughs> on the next segment of almost 30 almost 30 mm-hmm. so once again, this has been a bizarre intro, as was last week's. <laughs> but you We're like not how getting this... better, everybody. We're getting worse. <laughs> you like how this one was more wild than last week's, and we came prepared <laughs> last week's. I know. What is happening? So, uh, but I, I can't. Here's, here's the good news. I can recall that you went first last time. So, so you're off. Here comes Mama Cass. We're, we're amping up. This is from one of our listeners again. Thank you very much. <gasps> so is mine. Oh my god, really? It's a very listener's episode. <gasps> no, battery low on my headphones. Hold on, wait. I have a portable <laughs> charger, everybody. It's okay. Oh, but I don't have my... Oh, wait, everybody stop. Oh, I have so much to edit out. Okay, well, that's alright. <laughs> Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Fire. Alright. Somebody stop me. Elevator music here. (laughs) We're back. Okay, I've got my headphones charging in a battery pack that's tucked in my sports bra strap. (laughs) Come prepared or don't come at all, baby. It's called being inventive. So, this week, everybody, I'm talking about the mythical Kandahar giant, a biblical cryptid allegedly killed by U.S. Special Forces in Afghanistan. 20 years ago. I, that whole sentence. Oh, boy. Oh, get ready for some conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. It's very conspiracy. So in 2002, first of all, the fact that 2002 was 20 years ago makes me want to shoot myself because in my mind, it was like five years ago, Max. Yeah, that feels wild. I was just watching a movie from 2001. And I was like, oh, my God, this was so long ago. And the fact that I can remember back... 20 plus years at this point i'm not i'm not happy i'm not happy that i've been around long enough well i know you can't but that's it's okay. a wash <laughs> okay. it's all a wash so anyway here we are 2002 20 years ago everybody some of our listeners might be too young to even recall this and i'm pissed at you but i appreciate you for listening to us so anyway also you can't do anything about when you were born y'all <laughs> It's not your fault, but I'm unhappy. But the passage of time is what makes us unhappy. Yeah, it's not you. It's time. An elite tactical team was said to have killed the Kandahar giant, which was a 13-foot-tall beast with flaming red hair, six fingers on each hand, and two sets of teeth. I mean. And all that in a bag of chips. So, in (laughs) August... (laughs) I've never heard that, and I love that. Oh. Oh. It's a thing. So, all right. So, August 2016, a YouTuber, I almost said a YouTuber. A YouTuber. <laughs> a YouTuber. Oh, God. I wish I could say it's because I've been drinking, but 
I have not. So, a YouTuber posts a lengthy interview with a military contractor identified only as Mr. K. Oh, and everyone knows that the most well-researched things come out of YouTube. That is correct, and and conspiracies. So, in the interview, Mr. K claims to have been present during the the supposed brutal slaughter of of a killer that he referred to as the Kandahar giant. Sure. So the, the killing of this giant, he says takes place during the height of operation enduring freedom in 2002, when the military was engaged in battles with the Taliban in their de facto capital, uh, in the Kandahar province during the U S invasion of Afghanistan. Uh, but they say the Kandahar giant was absolutely not a human fighter because according to Mr. K Interesting that it's Mr. K and Kandahar starts with K. I think yes. he did that on purpose. Yes, I also but anyway. thought that was interesting. So anyway, he is, the, the giant is 13 feet tall. Like I said, bright red hair, six fingers on each hand, which I don't know what the extra appendage is for, but okay. And for two grabbing things. <laughs> yes, for carrying that extra grocery bag that you just can't pick up and make Ugh. it one trip, you know? That's I will shove every grocery bag on my hands and arms just to make it one I am the one trip, trip wonder. Oh, That's yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> this, this giant supposedly killed one of the special forces soldiers with a spear before the rest of the unit brought it down with 30 seconds of sustained gunfire. And after they radioed it in, the army took away the corpse and has hidden it ever since. Conspiracy theory. I have a question. If it's 13 feet tall, why would it kill it with a spear? Why wouldn't he just step on him? That is the question. Although, bonus points for the use of the spear. Like, I feel like that's kind of, like, boss, you know? Yeah. Nice aim, but, yeah. I I just don't understand the logistics, I suppose. I don't think any of us do. So, here's the legend itself a little bit. So, So, we're 2002. A group of soldiers goes missing, right? They're out on patrol in a remote route. Mountain region, mountain region of Kandahar. Around, I turned region. into Scooby Doo for a second. Rutrow, Rutrow, um, of Kandahar, which is in the south of Afghanistan. And then, when they failed to make radio contact after some unspecified length of time, the military sends in a special ops unit to investigate. And then, the branch of arms, the, the branch of the armed forces they belong to, though, was never confirmed. Although it said that the army took away the corpse, so I think we can assume army but anyway we're high up in the mountains and the unit comes across a cave with scattered army equipment around but no sign of the missing soldiers and that's when they come uh, they come upon the kandahar giant and so the tale (laughs) the tale as old as time (laughs) yeah as old as time it goes something like this some reports suggest that it grew to as tall as 15 feet the other 13 feet but anyway it's wearing leather moccasins and it smells like dead bodies and it emerges from the cave and impales one of the soldiers with a spear. And then the soldiers open fire, ultimately killing the giant within 30 seconds of continuous fire. So, quote, here, here comes a quote from a report, supposedly. Between them, the squad was armed with full auto M4 carbines, recon carbines, semi-automatic, and M107 Barrett anti-material rifles firing .50 BMG. This much firepower concentrated on one target for one second, let alone 30, would be extremely destructive. So, they, they kill the giant. They load it onto a Chinook helicopter, 
which carries it to a transport plane. How does and then it nobody fit ever... on a normal helicopter? What is it, dangling out the open door? Yeah, they're leaving the legs out. They're just like... <laughs> right. <laughs> All we are is dust in the wind. So the, the... Right. <laughs> And then it gets onto a transport plane. And this is like the Department of Redundancy Department because they, they get it onto a helicopter to get it onto a plane to yeah. take it somewhere. So anyway, right. no one ever sees it again. And the soldiers are forced to sign non-disclosure agreements so the government sure. could keep them all quiet, theoretically. Sure. But eventually, the soldiers break their silence because, as one of the men would later say, quote, the people have a right to know the truth. So, yeah. of course, the government swoops in with denial, 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 which, f- of course, fuels more conspiracy theories because that's how it works, always. Mm-hmm. So, August 2016, Snopes reaches out to the Department of Defense about the Kandahar giant incident. The... Department of Defense tells the outlet in no uncertain terms that they had, quote, no record or information about a special forces member killed by a giant in Kandahar. Can you imagine the person that has to respond to this? I know. I would be like, are you people fucking kidding me? They probably got it and they just told, they were like told some intern. They were like, handle this. (laughs) They probably got it and instantly were like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. I'm not doing it. I have bigger things to do, like solve cryptos. So what's more? (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) I'm busy. There are no press releases on the Department of Defense's website involving either a special forces troop disappearing in Afghanistan or of any incident involving soldiers felling a giant, because why would there be? But okay. Of course, as with any good conspiracy, this lack of evidence (laughs) isn't sufficient proof that the myth of the Kandahar giant doesn't exist. And in fact, Snopes debunking of the legend has had quite the opposite effect in certain cryptid spaces. Of which course it has. But of course. Which claim that the government is trying to hide the truth from the public. Right. Tale Not that what time. they're saying is batshit insane. Right, of course. And around the same time that the Snopes article comes out that discredits the story, a self-proclaimed supernaturalist, L.A. Marzuli. Ah, a, a classic initial supernaturalist. Initial. Yeah, that's right. L. A. Like E. L. James. That's right. Or A. A. Milne. That's right. Oh, all right. He's wonderful. He is Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. So anyway, L. A. Marzuli tells several right-wing websites that the United States government was covering up this spectacular story, and that those in power had a vested interest in keeping the truth of biblical prophecies from being exposed to the general public. I'm going to get into the biblical part of this in a bit. So people, Why would they have that idea? I, here comes L.A. So he says, quote, people have a right to know about this stuff. This stuff. Mm. If, there, if there are 15 or 18 footers rom- roaming the earth and our military has brought them down, we have a right as American citizens to know about it. Don't I you mean, think we would know about it? One would think. He goes, I mean, this isn't classified military stuff. This is something we need to know. And it points back to the biblical prophetic narrative. So here comes the Bible. Are we ready? Oh, God. <clears throat> Our friend, the good book. All right. So here, here comes, here comes Kandahar. The good book. That's right. So the real story of the Kandahar giant is a lot less interesting than this myth that's been spun, in my opinion. So anyway, 2016, L.A. Marzulli, uh, <clears throat> he has a whole youtube channel dedicated to tying current events to biblical prophecies and he brings this story roaring back to life courtesy of the internet of course the video has since been deleted um oh and it has the interview with mr k and he i I don't know 
he, Mr. K says that he saw the giant carrying the spear. He saw the giant murdering the U.S. soldier named Dan before he and the other special forces took it down. First of all, Dan, like Lieutenant Dan, like Forrest Lieutenant Gump. Lieutenant Dan! I oh my think god, of. yeah. Anyway, according to Marzulli, Happy New the Year, creature... Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> and then they all went out to get Bubba Gump after. So Just miserable and confetti. All right. So according to Marzulli, the creature was a Nephilim, which is a group of people mentioned in the Genesis and Numbers books of the Old Testament, who were said to be people of unusually large size and strength that oh could be found God. in the Middle East both before and after the flood, as in Noah's Ark's flood. Okay. Biblical scholars largely agree that the Nephilim tales were metaphors and not based on the reality of a 13-foot giant living in the desert. I would argue that the vast majority of the Bible is a metaphor, but that's just me. What's more, mm-hmm. the only the only quote Dan that died in Kandahar around that time of this supposed incident that occurred was Sergeant First Class Daniel A. Romero, who was killed in a bomb blast alongside three other soldiers. But even with the evidence stacked against it, the myth of the Kandahar giant is still said to be like considered an open secret among soldiers who served in Kandahar in 2002. And several veterans who served in the region have said that from this point on, I'm sorry, that point on, they are instructed to point their weapons high by aiming for the head, quote, and then a little higher. And that's the Kandahar giant. That's fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's absurd. This was another interesting one to read about. I gotta say that L.A. Marzulli sounds like a crackpot. Also, you, you're you saying that this this region has people that were this tall during Noah's Ark. Let's let's think about that for a second. How long ago was that? You think this yes. would be the first time we would be hearing about that's exactly it. If we've foot got, people. If we've got these gigantic people wandering around, you're going to think that like nobody over the course of time would like try and monetize that in some way or or, or just no like satellite it, would pick it up or exactly <clears throat> no images of this of course you know we can also point to our elusive friend bigfoot <laughs> and be like well he's, oh, ooh, you know but i don't know <clears throat> that's the Kandahar and giant it was fun to read about but it was even more fun to make fun of i'm gonna be honest ridiculous also people that are like oh and this happened in the bible so by bible standards because if you guys have read it all the way through i gotta tell you the ending chapter is a wild one you the think Game chapter, of Thrones exi- Game of Thrones happened too? Because there were dragons correct. and shit. The the, <laughs> the Revelations is just like a. I feel like it's just like an LSD induced. Like yeah, right. I, I don't even know. I don't even Re- know. Revelations <clears throat> sounds like when the edible hit. That's what that's Revelation correct. sounds like. That's that's like yeah. That sounds like when you've maybe crossed over like the good side of being too drunk or high into maybe right. a territory where you're unhappy that you've hit that point. Yeah. Revelations is 2 a.m. and or when you should go home. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to go That's to bed. Right. <laughs> you don't have to leave, but you can't stay here. That's exactly right. That's it. So that's the um, Kandahar Giant. Thank you very much for sending it in. I got to say, I, I don't believe an ounce of it. I think it's a tall no. tale. Oh, you see what I did there? A tall tale. But it was a lot of fun to read about. And uh, it took me on a trip when I was researching it. I was like, well, this is bananas. And and 
as is any good conspiracy theory. <laughs> right. I just love with conspiracy theories, it's it's never like they can't just be like, oh, this is literally insane what we're being told. Instead, anytime someone debunks it, they're like, that's just more proof that it's real. Why? I know. How? I love it. My favorite part of the whole thing is when they called the Department of Defense and they were just like, no. <laughs> the depart- I'm telling you, I would have loved to have been the person that got that phone call. God, I wish I was a fly on the wall for that shit. Can you? He just goes on mute. He's like, are you? I'm, I'm putting this fucking guy on speaker. I'm sorry. Can you repeat shit? the question? Do you hear this shit? <laughs> Making him repeat uh, the question for they all go into a conference room. He's getting everybody together. Makes him repeat the styrofoam, question. Styrofoam cups of coffee in hand. You know, right. that's how it goes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's a wild one. I also have a wild one. Oh, good. Is this a, is it a conspiracy as well? No. But okay. it's a it's a very lore filled story. Oh, good! We love it. Hit us. Yeah, it's very wild. This was also an Odd Fam suggestion, so thank you, Odd Fam. Thank you, Odd Fam. So here we go. Everybody, strap in. Click. I'm according, strapped. According to the lore, in 1932 or maybe 1934, can't be sure. <laughs> There's a two year gap there, but we just don't know. All but right, we just don't know. A young girl is hauling ass down the streets of New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, but I don't think this is an isolated incident to 1932 or Thor. Or Thor. I'm pretty sure somebody's or hauling Thor. ass down New Orleans streets at, yeah, or Thor at any given yeah. time. Sure. So she's hauling ass down the streets of New Orleans. She gets stopped by a cop on Royal Street, and she tells him that she escaped from the house shared by brothers John and Wayne Carter. Okay. She said that she was tied up with several other victims, and this was done to them so that the brothers could drink their blood. Oh, okay. Great. Here we go. Are we sure that she wasn't captured by the Queen of England? That's... How is she doing, by the way? I don't know. I haven't seen any... Actually, uh, the last I saw, she's been been, uh, resuming her royal duties over Zoom. So I guess she's feeling all right. She's hanging in there. Blood of wow. youths, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. But also, I would just love to be the person that's setting up her Zoom call. <laughs> Big time. Do you remember that incident, like, at the height of pandemic when there was, like, a lawyer, but he had the cat filter on, and he's oh. like, oh, my God, that was amazing. That was and my favorite thing in the world. The picture is great, but then to watch the video where he's like, I'm and sorry, Your voice- Honor, I can't turn it off. And he has the pain, like his voice sounds, you can tell he's maybe a little bit older and it sounds kind of like upset and a little shaky and the cat looks so upset and it's just so perfect. Oh my God. It's so good. Sorry, so, carry on. The girl had her wrist cut to enable a long, slow bleed. And depending on the report, she either offered to take the officer back to her former prison on the corner of Royal Street and St. Anne Street or was rushed to the hospital. I hope for her sake it I was rushed to the hospital. I hope it was the second one. Yeah, what are we doing? I'll take you there. <laughs> but then you have to take me to the hospital after. What In what universe would that be the order of things? No. Also, I if she's hauling ass down the street and her wrists are cut, and bleeding. I hope more than just a cop stopped her. <laughs> I would hope so, but, you know, a lot of crazy shit happens in New Orleans. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. So she said she freed herself because of their carelessness when tying the ropes. 
I gotta stop here and say, that seems pretty crucial, but okay. If you have one job and you want to keep these people captive, it would be to tie the ropes well, but okay. But okay. They fucked so up. So apparently, the police go to the house, and the brothers aren't there. It Oops. seems that the brothers left early each morning just before daybreak and returned every evening just after dark. Which oh. would work with the vampire schedule, except they were going to their jobs at the docks. Ah, okay, and there we have it. Oh. So a slight deviation there. Wow, we love a plot twist. Okay. I was just wondering, because I think in True Blood, they, some of them live in New Orleans. Is that where the vampire, is that why vampires are end up in New Orleans in, like, vampire shows and things? I don't know. I mean, vampires, that. I think it all actually originated, like, in Europe, so I have no idea how they ended up in New Orleans. But New Orleans, you know, it's got that whole yeah. black magic, like, spooky, yeah. whatever thing that people have built up around it. That's true. So, upon breaking in, the authorities allegedly found upwards of a dozen bodies with wrists slit and blood drained. Oh. There were also four alive captives still tied up to chairs with bandaged but bleeding wrists. Hmm. So some sources say that the police left ten of their largest officers in the apartment to take on the alleged vampires when they returned after dark to feed. When the brothers what, walked in... What a trip when they were assigned that job. They were like, you guys dude. are large. We need you to hang out here for when the vampires get back. Also, once again, dying to be a fly on the wall of this specific story in particular. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, all right. They radio it in. The guy on the other... The, the dispatcher or whatever is like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Say it again. <laughs> Who do we need? <laughs> For what? We need ten big guys, and we need them to go stand there until the vampires get back. <laughs> and apparently, when they walked into the apartment at night, it took seven or eight police officers to subdue the two average-sized men. Jesus. Okay. Other versions of the legend say the brothers, each standing around five foot six and weighing under 160 pounds, did fight off four officers and leapt from their balcony. Okay, casual. Bye. What an exit. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> and then unharmed, they bolted off into the night. And in this telling, the police regrouped and decided to hit the docks where the Carter brothers worked the next day. So in this version where they escape the ambush, they make the mistake of keeping to their everyday routine and go back to the docks. Um, Okay. They had to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, they they had they needed a paycheck, don't we all? We all just need right. a paycheck. Yeah, cue Dolly Parton nine to five. That's so, it. So then the police arrested them, and as soon as they were in cuffs, apparently they began admitting they were vampires. Ah, that's the time. You just put the cuffs mm -hmm. on them, and then they'll, you're good to go. They'll say it all. That's right. Yeah, the cuffs were laced with that stuff. Truth serum. <laughs> What's the stuff That's vampires the... are allergic to? <laughs> garlic. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Cuffs laced with garlic. Yes. Yes. That stuff. So they also <laughs> asked the police to go ahead and kill them because they would continue capturing people and drinking their blood if they remained alive. Wow. Okay. These Seems sound like dramatic, the dramatic right. motherfuckers. I mean, there's, a, there's definitely a flair for the dramatic there. 
Yeah. So despite how they ended up there, most of the stories end with the Carter brothers basically getting tried as serial killers in court. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. The court's like, we don't care about your vampire shit. You're murdering people. Also, here's some garlic bread. (laughs) Yeah. Eat this. Quick. Faster. Faster. (laughs) So presumably unable to convince the courts of their superhuman status. No. Oh, no. Really? Really. Oh, to be that judge. They were held accountable for their actions, found guilty, and sentenced to death for their crimes. After their executions, which were held either immediately or years after their guilty verdicts, we just don't know. We just don't know. All right. The men were laid to rest in their family vault in New Orleans. And when the next Carter family member passed away, the vault holding John and Wayne was open to slide in the new casket. However, the vault allegedly held no trace of the brothers' remains at all. Oh my God, where did they go? They pulled a Jesus. Holy Jesus. Wowie zowie. And apparently, vampires love the blood of family members best. I'm going to brush right by that sentence. That's weird, but okay. And the procession of vampire remains to the New Orleans Cemetery was a zigzagging one to confuse the deceased sense of direction. So, Uh, Of course. Of course. Yes. They had to take different routes, like a mafia boss eluding the police (laughs) that's correct that is correct okay so this was enough to keep the carter brothers away from their kin but not enough to keep them from escaping their tomb ah so ever since their entombment and subsequent escape allegedly from their family vault people have reported seeing the brothers out and about in new orleans someone living in their apartment located in the house on the corner of St. Anne and Royal Street, claimed he saw two men on the balcony, but just as they did when they came, when the cops came, they leapt from the balcony. We got a couple of daredevils here. We love jumping off balconies and taking off into the night. That's right. Supposedly a victim of the Carter brothers went on a rampage of his own, blood drinking, Ah. tallying at at least 32 victims. (laughs) Jesus Christ. My fucking God. Okay. Everybody just calm down. We all just need to relax. We, we really do. So his diary was found in a Bourbon Street dwelling and documented his descent into madness, reporting crazed dreams of blood, and that he disappeared from the city in 1949. Same. Yeah, sure. Another source alleges that a different vampire emerged from the Carter apartment, eventually racking up a murder toll of 442 people. I 442. hope that's fake. Wow, yeah, me too. That's something. What, because too high of a number. That is much too high. Wow. There One is, no is too mention... high of a number, let alone 442. Exactly, right. There is no mention of drinking the victim's blood, but the vampire did allegedly dissolve bodies in acid instead, so he was a mafia boss. Got it. Oh, big Chicago loot girt case energy. The Sausage King. That's right. Wow. One victim apparently escaped vampirism, but reportedly committed herself voluntarily to an insane asylum after her ordeal. She's like, I've had enough. Stick a I fork gotta tell in you, me. that's the most woman that's shit. That's the move. She's like, She's like I'm, I'm taking myself out of this equation. 
someone care for me for a little while because I can't anymore. I just can't. I'm not going to the seaside. You need to take care of me for my health. (laughs) (laughs) That's the move. I would do that too. (laughs) Me too. Goddamn. The house is still for rent, and supposedly the house's lease is broken quite often due to strange happenings in the former vampire lair. Wow, I wish it was open to the public. I'm going to New Orleans for work uh, next month when this comes out. And that's what I have on John and Wayne Carter, the Vampire Brothers. You would think that they would have, like, cooler names. I mean, that's just, like, you know. Very normal. Also... Two cases of first name, first name. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just they, saying. They doubled up. They did. And they were like first name, first name, and also our other child, first name, first name. And then that's how they, you know, that's how they went through life. And then both these first name, first name boys were like, we're going to start drinking people's blood. Excuse me? But make sure we clock in when the sun comes up, because we got that's bills right. today. You know? We got to go Pour to ourselves the a cup of ambition. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it's out of control, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to see that in the last hundred years, nothing's improved. So great. Excellent. Good, oh, good to know. Oh, my God. I just feel like, Jesus, I would love to be that judge that had to hear them be like, we're vampires. I'd be like, what? Guilty. What? Say it again. <laughs> like, you assholes are guilty. Goodbye. Then he got together with the people at the Department of Defense that had to handle the Kandahar giant calls. <laughs> like, you guys won't believe the day I had. <laughs> Dude, I hope when all these people die, they get to all hang out in one room and just swap stories of ridiculousness. Dude, for sure. What a trip. Wow. Um, okay. I don't even know what how to journey. wrap this episode up. This was a ride, this episode. Um, sure was. Yeah, watch. Watch out for giant people that apparently have been around for thousands of years, but we didn't have any knowledge of. And line your rooms and, with garlic. Yeah, and they kill people with spears instead of just picking up their feet. <laughs> that's correct. And they have all those fingers so they can carry so many grocery bags. That's that's right. That's Why it. wouldn't then, they just use their that hand like a mitt and just swat these motherfuckers zoop. to death? And then eat them with their two rows of teeth. Oh, yeah, big time. Like, wow. come on, you're, you're, missing, you're missing the boat. So Whoever made this myth, you fucked up, okay? Could have done better. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Not imaginative. No, this, was, this was a fun episode, though. Thank you, Odd Fam, for sending in the topics. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys really put us on a roller coaster. Yeah, this was something, so thank you. And I can assure you that next week and the week after will be equally fucked up. I have no doubt. <laughs> I'm sure. We're on a roll. But next week comes our boy Tolkien. I'm doing Tolkien next week, y'all. Oh, good. I don't remember what I'm doing. It's all a blur at this point because I did like seven weeks worth of research in one day. And then I just Your, like. Yours just says random staircases and forests. So strap oh, in next week. This one's a neat one. Yeah. Stair- stairways to heaven, baby. All right. Uh, wow. Yeah. I guess just try and be normal after listening to this. <laughs> good luck. Try and be normal. Full stop. Period. That's a note Period. to everybody. That's true. And until next time, stay strange.